like I constantly like I said I will go to other people and I try to fix them <laughs> and like yeah. I try to like she's a fixer. <laughs> daddy issues <laughs> Welcome back to It's Not Me, It's You. The podcast where it's definitely not me, it's you. I'm Michelle. I'm Christine. I'm Kai. And I'm Raymond. And today we're going to talk about uh, the 16 personalities test that we took to determine our personality types and see if we see ourselves the way that others see us, which I really doubt. I got a assertive protagonist. My role is diplomat and my strategy is people mastery. What, like, letter combination is that? It's the E-N-F-J-A. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. I am an E-N-F-J-T, which the difference between A and T is A for assertive, which is that is what you are, and then <laughs> I of T, which is turbulent. Okay, I got the same as Raymond. Um, he already explained it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and then I'm the only one who didn't get protagonist. I got entertainer. So I got ESP, nope, ESFPT, and my role is explorer, and my strategy is social engagement. For those of you who don't know, T basically means you're a beta. I <laughs> literally, shut up. It says the most beta thing to say. Dude, not a beta thing to say. Mm. <laughs> Kai, care to explain? It just means that... You're more of a follower. You don't really think for yourself. You're just weak-minded. Okay. okay, that's not facts. Okay, that's okay. not facts. Commercial break. Well, we beat up Kai in the bathroom. <laughs> the actual definition of T means that you aren't as confident in your life choices as an assertive person. That doesn't necessarily mean that you're just insecure and weak all the time. But um, yeah, uh, de depending on your percentage, it's just how much hesitation and how sure you are of how you carry yourself and um me and christine happen to be a little bit more um careful when it comes to things in life me and, too and, um oh yes, <laughs> yes. yeah you're here <laughs> <laughs> and then um and then kai happens to be a little bit more sure about what he wants to do it's true so um uh, let's talk about like certain like strengths and weaknesses oh that... we're already moving on to that okay what what did you want to start well with? they had like the whole intro thing about who we are okay. like what it means okay okay slow i mean okay what stood out to me in mine is that it said that i'm generous with my time and energy not when it comes to tedious things that i need to get done but when it comes to like encouraging others and that i'm the most likely to say that i'm good at cheering up people christine am i good at cheering you up um <laughs> <laughs> I think it depends on the the situation. I think that usually when I come to you for problems, it's not necessarily because I'm looking to like be cheered up. It's mostly to like vent. So um, okay, Raymond, you constantly have breakdowns for like five minutes at a time. Yeah. Okay. There was that one question where it goes, when a friend is distraught, are you more likely to offer emotional support or to help them deal with ways to solve their problems? Like, how did you answer that question? Solve their problems. Help to solve their problems. I'm yeah. like, oh, I'm sorry, but then I immediately go into how to help them. Because, like, I feel because like when I approach you with things, I really don't... Um, kind of like expect emotional coddling yeah which is which is honestly better because sometimes people like to give me their pity but i don't i don't like the ah like i i don't like if i'm in that situation where i need um 
to be with a friend. I don't I don't want to hear that. I just want to say what I need to say and then let it be known, you know. I just feel like if you want to like make them feel better then solve the problem. Like <laughs> Yeah, but sometimes it can't be solved though. Well, not yeah. every time. Sometimes you just, just got to be there for them emotionally. I think for me it's mostly when people come to me, I tend to focus on their emotional because if you try to solve their problem and they're just in the mindset where they just need to vent about their problems well, and yeah. then it's different. You can't you coming up with a solution isn't necessarily going to make them feel better. You just like some people just need comfort in that situation. Yeah, but if there's no context and they just like say that they have a problem flat out, don't vent about it, don't tell me anything, I'm gonna try to ask them more to try to help about it. Not just say, oh, I'm sorry and move on, you know? Well, yeah, obviously. I think it, the, that's not necessarily the question. I think it's like, do you approach it first head on emotionally or do you mm. help or do you approach it first head on like I think solved? I put slightly emotionally for my answer. Okay. Okay. Yeah, no, I'm bad with, like, helping people, like, with emotions and stuff, <laughs> so say. I'll try to, like, <laughs> help them solve it or whatever, but, like, if I can't, I'll just be like, dude, that sucks. <laughs> that and sucks, that's man. Like that's really rough. Yeah. My, my favorite response to that kind of question is, that must be so hard for you, because it gives you absolutely nothing to work with. <laughs> <laughs> that must be so, yeah, right, it, it really is hard, yeah, yeah. Like, maybe on my Snapchat story, I'll put, pray for him. <laughs> I think it depends on the situation yeah. on that one. Like, <laughs> I don't know where to go to college, pray for him. <laughs> okay, wait, another thing that it said for me, like, with other people's emotions, it said, though it may not always seem like it, ouch, entertainers know that it's not all about them. They're observant and very sensitive to others' emotions. Why are you laughing? <laughs> okay, I feel like, oh god, this is, I don't know if this is gonna go well, but I... <laughs> I feel like sometimes when we talk about our problems, then it's like you sometimes like tend to <laughs> you sometimes like tend to bring the problem onto you, or like how you would feel in that situation. Yeah. And like you would solve it the way you if it was like yourself. Nice if, nice if. <laughs> you know? Like no, you don't yeah. think about how I would feel in that situation, you think about how you would feel in that situation. You know? Okay. No, it's not. I wasn't talking about solving problems. It was talking about like being observant about like if someone's like not being open about it, but their emotions have clearly shifted, that I can notice that. Oh, yeah. Which I think is true. Yeah, I think that's really important, like for people to understand that, because it can get if you make jokes or say stuff about you know a person's situation and their mood clearly changed. Yeah, no, yeah. then it you can have get really fucked up. So yeah. read the room. <laughs> yeah. Did you guys just say anything about like your interactions with other people or like emotions? I mean, we're all protagonists, so yeah. we're all more like. It's weird that we all scored protagonists because I honestly like I don't feel like us three are like very similar people. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like I, we might like carry ourselves the same way when it like like when it refers to social situations stuff like that but i feel like everything else like i for example i feel like you and i like are just like super different you know what i mean what was the broad definition of protagonist though because i want to compare it to mine and see like if i can group you guys in that so it says protagonists are natural born leaders full of passion and charisma forming okay. around two percent of the populations they oftentimes are um politicians coaches teachers and reaching out and inspiring others so I think that kind of is true for us, but 
for Kai the way you're saying that. <laughs> 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 no, it's not you. But you're saying that because you're A, then you're more assertive and you're more like that. But I yeah. I don't know. I feel like me and Raymond are like that, like, too. I think there's yeah. different I definitions. I think grouping you three together, I think grouping you three together, you're definitely more likely to jump into a leader position than I am, which I think yeah. definitely adds Did to that. Did you get T or A? I got T. Okay. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Yeah. You think I'm confident in my decisions? You're funny. Yeah. Um, I mean, I know you aren't, but... <laughs> I don't know, thrust into a leadership position, like, I don't know, that doesn't really sound you like You literally me. ran for a, a leader position. Okay, but that that wasn't won. the leader, though. That's just, like, it's just true. supporting, like... I, don't, I did run for president. I don't think it necessarily means that, like, I'm a worse leader than you guys, because I think put in a leader... I think put in a leader position, I'd be good, because I've done it before. And, like, I know I'm fine with it, and I'm just, I want to be a teacher. I hope I can be a good leader. But I think you guys are more likely, if you have the opportunity to be a leader, you're more likely to go for it. Yeah, I think we are more likely to, like, take opportunities in that sense, to be, mm-hmm. like, more, like, assertive in that sense and just, like, go for it, rather than you are more, like, pushed back Yeah, I'm bit. one of those people where I'm outgoing to an extent, but if there's someone more outgoing to me in, say, a group project, I will let them take lead without yeah. saying anything. Yeah. I won't. That's true. I, <laughs> I do feel like in like group situations, I, I do feel like kind of like one of the loudest voices in the room, yep. if that makes sense. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. You know what I think helps us out with that, which is unrelated? Well, that proves my point. You guys are a lot better at putting things into words quickly. Yeah. <laughs> if you've ever seen me in a, in a debate, I am so bad unless I prepare. Like, I'm just not, I'm good at writing, but like, quickly coming up with the way to word something that I'm thinking, trash. Yeah, and that also I mean, I don't want to like therapize you, but like when you're when you're sharing your emotions or like how you feel, I feel like that is something hard for you. It's right. It takes me so long it, it to takes you a long time. Feeling. Yeah. Which is I feel like is a lot different for us. We're much more like we know what we feel and we voice it a lot sooner and a lot easier. Mm-hmm. I guess protagonists just tend to be more expressive in that manner, I guess. I don't know. I don't really know how else to say it. Because, like, I, I relate to the both of you. I feel like when I'm, like, genuinely trying to tell someone something difficult, then I will stumble over my words and I won't know how to say it. But in other situations, I can be, like, really loud and just be like, I'm bored. And you just, don't like, say <laughs> If I don't know what to say, I'll just make up a bunch of bullshit and not even know what I'm saying. I'm just, like, saying stuff to, like, drag out the time to think. <laughs> just be saying words. <laughs> but they they make sense most of the time. Like, it works out for me. So I mean, happy for you. I've never been doing it, but it works. I mean, okay. Okay, another thing mine says, which, yeah, I think Christine can agree to this one, is... I'm more likely to avoid a conflict altogether than address it head-on if it involves me. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I feel like whenever we get into, like, situations where we may not agree, then I... You just, like, ignore the situation, and then I don't like conflict either, so I kind of just wait it out until we both feel comfortable enough and just, like, pretend like it never happened. Yep. Because, which, for me, I think... Most people, I don't do that. Most people, I'll go for it head on and just be like, you fucked up, you hurt my feelings, why did you do this? Like, kind of go through step step by step. But with you, I... We're just, like, past that point. Where I also think our personalities, um... Oh, my God. 
buttheads <laughs> when it comes to our emotions. Yeah. Because whenever we get mad at each other, we can put each other in a bad mood so fast. Yeah. And I feel like we are the kind of people where when we're mad at each other, we will cry like if we start arguing. Yeah, that's true. I feel like we're very... <laughs> We're both very passive-aggressive and bitchy. Yeah. <laughs> See, I avoid conflict very, yeah. like, a lot. Because, I, like, if someone yells at me, I'm just like, oh, my bad. I won't argue. Like, I feel like, like it's oh, a lot nice. different with guys, though. Because with guys, I feel like, especially, Raymond, like, in your friend group, then you guys <laughs> avoid conflict altogether. You all yeah. hate each other sometimes. Well, right? no, and no. then no well, one yeah, talks about it. You guys always seem to hate one another sometimes. at some point. Well, not, like, it's not everyone hates everyone. It's just that... There's, like, little, like, petty things, but instead of, like, um, maybe being, like, um, girls and, like, being, like, like, Christine, you fucked up, you up- made me upset for this reason, it's just, like, we're all chilling and we don't want to, like, make a big deal out of this because it's just, like, you know, even sometimes it can be a big deal, which can, you know, lead to some kind of toxicity sometimes, but, like, in the effort of maintaining just, like, maximum chillness, no one will say anything. <laughs> and sometimes it works out, sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. No, there's certain people where I'll shut them down and not yeah. take anything yeah. from them. I think for me, I mostly, I will, like, address it if only the person, like, I really care about the person and they truly hurt me. Because if I don't care about you, then I'm not going to address it. Because it doesn't affect me. So, yeah. Okay. Was there anything else in, like, your overall summary that stood out to you? Page flipping. (laughs) 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 When I first read The Strength and Weaknesses, when I, like, first took this test, I was, like, honestly just, like, man, these people, like, (laughs) spied on me. (laughs) Okay, yeah. Let's go to Strengths and Weaknesses. Does anyone want to say? Okay. Um, I'm pretty sure one of the protagonist strengths was like like kind of like influential on their friends right yeah no it's influential constantly takes lead and stuff okay i feel like okay i don't feel like i take lead but um there's something interesting that i read oh it says while usually tactful and often helpful if their friend is already annoyed by protagonists attempts to push them forward it can simply cause them to dig in their heels further um, I feel like I do that all the time because I feel like I'm constantly trying, not like trying, but like, like pushing my friends to do certain things that, that they're obviously comfortable with. But, um, sometimes there can be like some resistance, but like inside, I'm just like, I feel like you can do this. Like, I feel like you have the potential to like be, um, you know, just like greater than you think you are. And I like sometimes they do get annoyed, but like I don't know. I yeah, feel like no, I'm always I don't doing that. Do something you're relentless, making me try to do. It. Okay, it's not. It's not like it's not like bad shit. Like no, um, it's not. Fucking like drugs or some yeah. shit. I know that's like kind of what it, it like sounded like. Raymond's the gateway. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I don't know. Like something that I was saying the other day, like uh, with when I first joined Youth and Go freshman year, I didn't want to be alone. So I was relentless in pushing in one of my other friends to join with me. Well, are you doing that for like personal reasons? Are you doing it because yes. you want to be with your friends and you want them to like you want yourself to have more fun in this experience? Or are you doing it because you're like, this is something that they will enjoy? Like, I feel like you are doing it more. For oh, he's definitely doing it for some reasons. No, 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 I feel okay. So what I was saying is, it, it starts out that way, but then like, <laughs> um, 
like with the first example with the first person but then once i like you know grow up and like realize it's just like it's much more like fulfilling to see someone go in it and enjoy themselves and find a new interest and explore new parts of their personality and that's why i want to push them instead of just like being like having creating a funner experience for myself no it's more just um now that the enjoyment has changed to seeing other people enjoy it I think what he was trying to say is that, like, he does it for selfish reasons, but he won't invite someone unless he thinks that they'll end up enjoying it. Okay. One of my strengths that I, um, questioned was boldness. <laughs> You're still laughing at me again. Um, yeah. it said, um, I'm not known for wanting to hold back and I want to experience everything there is to experience and I don't mind stepping out of my comfort zone. Oh. And I think... Th- why that's funny to us all and untrue is because of my anxiety. <laughs> yeah. Because there are a lot of things I'd love to do, but like, bro, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, to do I think that one is not true at all for me, to an extent, obviously. I think that you want to do those things, yes. and like you, you have the mindset of a bold person, but you have things that pulled you back from that. Mm-hmm. And I think that that I feel that way too sometimes, but. It's a lot less intense for me than it is for you. I think it's, that's why I tend to start so many new projects and try new things, but they tend to be smaller, re- less risky things. Yeah. I feel like these strengths and weaknesses become more and more applicable as you grow older, I feel like, because when I first took this test, like, many, many years ago, um, I did get protagonist, but I found myself, like relating it to it a lot less than I do currently Mm -hmm. because even though it was like the same four letter combination still turbulent I feel like just throughout like just literally growing up it's just like certain things definitely do change in that respect no I think I take I took this a couple years ago a few years ago and I think there was a lot where I was like oh yeah that's true and there are other ones where I was like I have no idea what that means or how that relates to me and I think now most of it relates to me because I just, I don't know. I think we just, as we experience more, especially, like, when you get to the relationships one. Like, obviously, you're not going to relate to that when you're 10. Unless you're, like, a player. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what Christine was doing in elementary school. <laughs> but I don't know. I think it just, the more you learn about yourself, the more truthful this can be sometimes. Mm-hmm. And obviously, some of your answers change. Some of the letters change. I mean, not for all of us, clearly. But Today's the first day I didn't get campaigner, hmm. which I'm not sure which one is more accurate. But it might have been the campaign one. Okay. I think that another weakness for protagonists is just, like, the overly idealistic, meaning that you try to, like, help everyone that you can. And I feel like I'm very much like that. And I try to help all of my friends. And if someone is sad or, like, someone is having problems, then I prioritize them over myself. And especially if someone has like a very serious problem that is reoccurring that is always on my mind and i'm always thinking about how i can fix that or how i can help them or be there Mm -hmm. for them and it said here like you can like spread yourself too thin which is very like true and oh wait sorry that was the too selfless i read that wrong um (laughs) but uh yeah and i just feel like it can is definitely a weakness sometimes. I definitely agree with the spreading yourself too thin because I feel like I know a bunch of people where my side of the relationship is that, oh, they're like, uh, my ride or die. They're like such, we're such good homies. Like, I feel like our relationship is set. Like, I don't like need to be 
you know, talking to them all the time to maintain this. But then I have been thrust in situations where that other person has been like, you haven't reached out in a while. Like, where you been? And I just like, I just assume that like, you know, we didn't, we didn't have that kind of like relationship, you know? I think like what you said about wanting to help people and stretching yourself too thin. I think like, obviously we all want to help people, but I think where I differ and why I maybe didn't get that is like, I don't know, we have friends with like pretty serious mental health issues and like, I'll think about it and I'll, I'll try to do little things when I'm with them to try to help, you know? And, but I don't, I don't constantly think about it, maybe like you do, and I, I don't think I've ever stretched myself too thin thinking about it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I do. So. <laughs> okay, I guess we're on the weaknesses now. So one of my weaknesses was that I'm overly sensitive. Um, <laughs> that is on the that is on the protagonist thing. Yeah. Too. Is it? Yeah. Oh, we're all overly sensitive. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. Oh, yours like says too sensitive. Yeah. <laughs> Yours says too sensitive and mine says sensitive. So we're even more we're sensitive. More sensitive. Wow, okay. Well, yours says something different though. Why don't you read yours? Like the bottom the bottom of yours. For protagonist. Um, okay, their sensitivity to others means that protagonists sometimes feel problems that aren't their own and try to fix things they can't fix, worrying if they are doing enough. That is very true, I feel like, for me. Like, I constantly, like I said, I will go to other people and I try to fix them <laughs> and like yeah. I try to like she's a fixer daddy <laughs> yeah, issues <laughs> we'll get to that in relationships um but like you just try to <laughs> you just try to like fix things that you can't fix and then that kind of okay. makes you I had crazy. a feeling they weren't gonna be the same my sensitive is that I'm strongly over emotional when it comes to anyone criticizing me <laughs> Which is very true. Yeah. Which is weird because I hate anyone who isn't bluntly honest with me. Mm -hmm. If someone sees, like, an art project and I'm asking their opinion and they say, yeah, it's good. Like, no, I want constructive criticism. But when it comes to something I really like and I'm asking just to get a compliment, which we all do sometimes, mm -hmm. to be honest with ourselves, especially with my mom. I don't know why, but when my mom criticizes something that I like that I did, I will literally cry. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. But, like, I can be very overly sensitive to criticism at times, even though I value it so much. I agree with that. I think that with you, you're saying, like, with what you make or, like, because you're very artistic and, like, mm -hmm. with what you draw and stuff. For me, I feel like I'm very sensitive to criticism towards myself. And, like, the way, for me, like, my parents are from Europe and, like, the culture is a lot different there. They're a lot more blunt and <laughs> a lot less, you know, like sugarcoating it like if my mom thinks something she will say it to me she does not care she like will just be very critical about me especially my appearance mm -hmm. so I get very oversensitive about that um one of the protagonist themes like kind of later in the website is um very quick to criticize but you can't like really take it back so basically you mm -hmm. can That's dish it but you can't strong. take yeah. it yeah. but um and <laughs> like for me, actually. kind of kind of what that relates with with me is that like you said like if you were to show me your art piece i would like inside i would want to give you my actual humble opinion and like trying to like give you obviously constructive criticism but to make you do it so that you can reach your max potential but then again i also know that in questions like that most people don't like 
people like pointing out all their little flaws and sometimes it can be like too much and overwhelming and it makes you look like you know like a jackass but you know so it's just it's hard for me to be like how do I give the best advice to this person but also like not too you know yeah like constructive criticism does that make sense yeah Yeah. no I'm such a dick when I critique people (laughs) and then like if anybody says anything mean about like something I did I'll be like so hurt I'll take it to heart like (laughs) so um, strongly and like we'll just like we'll pretend it I don't care but then I'll just be thinking about that all week yeah like god I just really suck at this I can't do this never gonna do it again yeah yeah no yeah I think it's funny because like going back to like like you said your mom's bluntly honest and my mom isn't and I hate when she, I ask her to be honest about something and she's not. I will bug her until she gives me her honest opinion. But then when she does it off the bat, I'm like, why? My mom always says, she goes, no one in the world is going to be as honest to you as I am. So at least I am. So like, she she knows that. Like people, like you're, you're saying, like sometimes you don't critique people as strongly as you would in your head mm-hmm. because you're scared to hurt their feelings. Yeah. My mom <laughs> raised me so she doesn't care about hurting my feelings. <laughs> she will say whatever she wants. <laughs> I, my mom will be overly honest with the stuff I care about. Like I'll show her art and she'll be like, oh, it kind of sucks. You should redo it and do it like this. And I'll be like, fuck you. What the fuck? (laughs) Yeah. And then I get like so mad at her and then she got into art. So then I'll just like constantly be like, oh no, that's shit. What are you doing? (laughs) Throw it back at her. I feel like it's different between parents and friends though. Oh, definitely. Because like, like, would your reaction be the same if I were to say that about your art? Like, would you be more or less pissed? I think you'd be less pissed. Be less pissed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's just, like, it's it's hard sometimes because, like, like I don't want to come off as an asshole, but, like, I'm just, I, in my personal opinion, I want to be, like, okay, this is obviously good, and this, um, and, like, that's just, what's what, it's just given, that's good, but, like, there are a bunch of things that you could improve, mm-hmm. but, you know. I think with parents versus friends is we value our friends' opinions as maybe more credible to our taste yeah Mm -hmm. and we value our parents opinions as more evident of our value and success which is i think why we take it so much more seriously and why sometimes when they're bad opinions that we take it a lot harder than our friends constructive constructive criticism yeah i feel like in that kind of respect is just like i feel like with friends um I've grown to be a lot less sensitive than I was before because I feel like as I grow up, I'm like, there is who I think I am and who others think I am. And as long as I have this belief in myself, then it doesn't necessarily matter what others think. Like, obviously, still take their opinion into account, but if it's overwhelmingly harsh, then you don't have to take it into consideration. But, and it's a big but, if your parents get involved, like, you can't, you can't drop your parents. You can't, like, you know, like, you're always around yeah. them. You're living with them. If they say some harsh shit to you, you have to, like, um, and something that a lot of parents that don't realize these days is what they might have thought was a small comment. Like, a child can remember that for years. Yeah, oh, my God, yes. It. So it's, it's a little bit harder to um, be, like, really firm in your self-belief when it comes to, you know, I think they also have such high expectations for us that if you don't meet something that's even as little as like you drew something, then it's just 
confidence like goes down because you're just like yeah. you know you're not living up to their expectation even though it's something as simple as a drawing do you think that um parents should be like unconditional love or like in that like you know drawing situation no, or no. should they be like brutally honest either i think the younger you are the more they should just um praise praise you praise your work because you need to build their confidence as young children (laughs) (laughs) i think but i think as like i mean we'll probably get into this when we get to the parenting one but i think if your kid was to show you a drawing and say they're like seven and maybe it's not the best drawing they've ever done but obviously you're gonna be like oh that's so good like good job and i think as they get older you can slowly start adding like but what's that like right there maybe you should add like another flower or something so it fills in the space like slow things to show that not everything they do is perfect and can be improved but not that their art is trash (laughs) that they can never be perfect exactly that you can always improve but i feel like that's where culture comes in like for me like like i said my parents are from europe literally even if you're like five years old and at like daycare or whatever they will literally tell you your painting is trash they will say that like in america it's not the same people sugarcoat everything here and that's why some people grow up more confident and some people grow up more insecure because it's i think it's honestly all how you're raised yeah i mean obviously that's very much East Asian culture. East Asian culture is literally just like, oh, you got an A, why isn't it a plus? Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Um, so like in that respect, I don't know, I kind of have a love-hate relationship with it because it's like, yes, I want to be told and like motivated to do better, but sometimes in those moments, I just want to be told like what I've done is enough. Yeah. And yeah. like, I don't need to like be reaching like constantly. Yeah. I think there's a gets to a point. There's like there's there's a place to draw the line where you gotta understand your kids probably already self criticizing themselves. Yeah. So chill. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I feel like I'm more critical of myself than my parents are just because of how I was raised. Yep. Okay. Uh, just one more quick thing. Um, again, I know Christine knows me very well, and she will agree with this. Probably Raymond too. Um, <laughs> What are my weaknesses? Kai is not a close friend. I'm a stranger. (laughs) No, I don't talk about this stuff with Kai that much. But I feel like since one of my weaknesses is um, being unfocused and bad at long-term planning at sticking to (laughs) long-term... Point proven at sticking to long-term projects. Which is very true, even if I'm insanely passionate about it. Long-term things, I am an impatient person except when it comes to helping people. And being impatient when it comes to projects means giving up on things even if you were insanely excited for, about them for a week. Yeah. So. <laughs> if something takes more than two hours for me, I'm not doing it. Well, okay. <laughs> no, like, I but can't I, do anything remotely long-term. Well, I think that's different because I feel like the way that it, like, your situation is, it's more because it's you have, like you can't do things long term like physically but hers is more like she just can't how do I, I think yours this? is more focused and mine is more motivation yeah. it's like yeah you can't like focus on things more for a long period okay this is gonna be very interesting on to romantic relationships the section that called me out last night <laughs> this is going to be very ugh it's gonna expose me in my last relationship oh, dear God. 
this got so much more true after I broke up with my last boyfriend. <laughs> oh, dear God. <laughs> okay. Who um, wants to start, Christine? So, for protagonists, then it says that you feel most at home when they are in a relationship and are in a loving commitment with, like, chosen partners. And I feel like, for me, that is not necessarily true because I get scared of commitment and it, like overwhelms me sometimes and just the idea of being so heavily associated with a person as you are in a relationship is just like I'm a very individual person and I don't like the idea of having such like a strong association with another person. See I think this is actually interesting because you guys probably all have pretty much the same thing right? For romantic relationships. I think so yeah. 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 And we have People, we have someone who's been in a lot of short-term relationships. <laughs> someone who's been yeah, in call me out, like, a lot of talking stages. <laughs> a lot of talking stages in one slightly longer relationship, and someone who's never been in a relationship. So I a think serious it'll be one, yeah. very interesting to see how you guys, if you guys all agree about what it said. Well, about what you. about like Kai Raymond? How do you view? Do you think that you feel better in committed relationships, or do you feel better? I do feel better in committed. Yeah, I actually feel like completely opposite of like what you feel is like, because I just like I don't want to be in and out of something. I don't want to be in some games. Like I'm obviously not looking to find you know your. Cinderella one true match but like uh, but I don't want like <laughs> did I say this? I just don't want to like get heavily attached for a week and have it be a week thing you know what I mean let me tell you it sucks yeah. <laughs> it really sucks no I think that's why I rush into relationships so often is because I feel more at home with them and then I just kind of like maybe take the whole commitment thing a little too fast mm -hmm. and then I can overwhelm the other person and yeah. it just stops. Some, like, some, a very important question I, like, ask myself anytime I consider liking a person and it's partially the reason why I've been so patient with relationships is it's because it's just, like, do I actually want this or do I feel like I need to do this because, you know, um, like, standards tell me I have to and I don't know, at a lot of the times I've felt with um, the latter, and I was just like, it's not fair to the other person if I do get into a relationship with this person, knowing that I only wanted it for the clout, you know what I mean? <laughs> but not, not like, okay, I retract that word, not clout. Um, just to just fit to the standard. That, yeah, yeah just to prove something. Yeah. I don't want that. I feel like that was my problem with my last relationship, was I felt like that person would fix all of my problems. And... I had never been in a relationship before and I wanted, like you said, like just to see what it was like. I was in a very rough mental state and I felt like having a boyfriend would fix my problems, which was not true at all. If anything, it caused more. So I just felt like I was putting all my problems onto him and I felt like his problems were putting onto me and we were both just not in the right like state of mind to be in a relationship and I think people don't realize how much it takes to be in a healthy relationship. I think talking to you before, during, and after that relationship that um, it's very true that you, you were someone who was like, I'm struggling, I need a boyfriend, I need attention now. Yeah. <laughs> and you... You definitely thought that that would fix a lot of your problems and that that would just make your life so much better. And then once you got into it, even though, like, you were already friends with him, you obviously liked him as a person. He's a great person. 
Um, <laughs> that I've dated too. Uh, yeah. <laughs> forgot to mention. <laughs> um, and I don't think he, he was bad in relationships at all. And I don't think it was that it was a bad relationship. I think it was you weren't ready and you were not on the same page as he was and that you were not in it for the same reasons as him. And I think it was just to try it and because and just to try to have someone. I think that, but I think he rushed into, I think we both rushed into well, I think, it. So even though we were friends before, like for a year, it was still very just like, oh, you like me, I like you. Like, let's do, it was very like middle school. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, oh my God, let's hold hands now and like, let's be happy. Like, that's not, <laughs> that's not how it that's works. Not. It's not how it works. And it was just like, not, not a good like you said we just weren't in it for the right reasons and I was trying to like I needed to work on myself a lot more yeah I mean there is a saying where it's like if you cannot treat yourself kindly then how can you treat someone else kindly Mm -hmm. in a relationship I mean I know some people have disagreed with that but yes for myself I would disagree but I feel like um in multiple parts of my life, you know, being in high school, there have been periods where I've been like, okay, should I try a relationship with this person? But then it's also like, but I'm also going through hella shit, like right now, like hella shit. Yeah. So it's like, do I want to drag them into this mess? Mm. I and think that's the difference between like me. I'm not so sure about Kai. I don't know how you are in relationships, really. I but like have problems. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I mean I don't know but I can't see Kai being the person who uses someone in the relationship as a therapist oh yeah no I don't think you're I can't see you telling them about your problems unless they're like no if I have problems I don't really talk about them yeah I think we're all very but that's that's what I'm saying is that like me and Raymond like you said you're like oh I'm going through my own shit like I don't have time for this I don't want to bring another person down and that's the main reason why like my relationship ended I think you're very different with that I'm very different because you like if you do have problems, you cling on to the other person that you're in a relationship with. And you, like, you don't, it doesn't matter to you, basically. If you're going, like, if you're going through a rough time, it, you'll still be in a relationship. You'll still, like... I don't let that affect my relationship to a certain extent. I think to, okay, you don't know me, call me, okay. I think the, okay, so hard to say. Let's just say, okay, my last relationship, the almost the entire time, I had pretty serious mental health problems. And I think while it was something that I brought up and was honest about, I did not make that my personality, and I f- was able to focus on building that relationship without being obsessed with talking about how I was doing and, like, how do I word this? But I think that that's where you're missing out on. Because in a relationship, it's important to talk about how you feel. Oh, I talked about how I felt a lot. I'm saying I didn't make it... I didn't let that affect my relationship with... Why do you disagree? Because I think it's, like, to a certain extent. Like, you... Yes, you didn't let it affect it, like, fully. But I feel like towards the end, then, you know, you still let it kind of get like that was the one of the reasons why you guys broke up right no <laughs> okay moving on <laughs> i'm not gonna get into I mean, this right now <laughs> what what i was gonna say earlier is when I, what i meant by like you know 
it's not right to be in a relationship in that context is not to treat them as your therapist. I just meant that like if you're going through your own shit and you have your own problems to deal with, then they might not be priority number one and you might not be as emotionally available and catering to them as you should be. That's what I meant, that you weren't as like emotionally catering to him because of your problems. I didn't mean that like that was the reason. Mm Do you agree with that? Yes, I agree. Okay. I think there were times, <laughs> multiple times, when I almost broke up with him solely because my mental health got to a point where I could barely handle that. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yes. Okay, another thing that mine said was that for me, relationships aren't about slowly building foundations for the future or planning out a life together. It's it's just unpredictable, fun things to be enjoyed, which I think... Oh, that's so fast. I think that's very much my view on relationships because I think especially evident in the last one my whole outlook wasn't to like oh like we're in this for the long term like let's like slowly build up to it and make sure like we're doing it right like it was like making a best friend and having a boyfriend and just like I don't know getting closer and like building that relationship without focusing too much on the future I feel like that also comes with age though like we're in high school I don't think any of us are thinking about long term relationships or like strong commitment yeah, believe it or not people are actually yeah some people are like swimming the seas looking for the one and it's just like bro you haven't even left your hometown <laughs> yeah i mean but i that that's their mindset though i feel like we're all in the mindset that we want to leave this town we want oh, yeah. to like we don't want to be with the same like our high school sweetheart the rest of our lives you know yeah. so it depends on the person but i just I, I know what you mean i think it'll change once we leave this town but I think I still can't see myself being in a relationship where I'm obsessed with making sure it's moving in the right direction towards the future constantly you know what I mean oh yeah relationship wise I mean romantic I feel like she's saying that like she's not constantly plotting the next steps it's just like oh our our date went well okay in 20 days let's meet the parents okay in 40 days yeah not at all like that (laughs) just like Live in the relationship and let it get to the points it gets to. Okay. Not actively being like, oh, we need to be at that stage of commitment. Yeah, no, I agree. I feel like I'm the same yeah. way. You um, know, I dated someone who, like, made a whole ass plan. Like, they started talking about planning a wedding, and I'm like, okay, you know, I'm... Well, hold on. Going back to, like, the whole um, not planning things out, I feel like that is... Even though, like, we're... Like, me and Michelle and, like, Raymond Kai were all different personalities will meet Raymond on the same one but like I feel like that's similar for all of us that we don't like to plan things out and we kind of are more like go with the flow did all of us yeah. have any letters in common like just like one cell letter that we all had um were we were so all extroverts all of us had yeah. ENFP that makes sense E I don't have P you have F oh I mean e- ENFJ E-N-F-J. oh I was like what, what is P yeah. <laughs> did you have F I'm checking he didn't write down the letters. No, I didn't think those were gonna matter. You're the same. You're the same. Person I got ENFJ. Okay, so we're all F. What is F? Feeling. F- feeling. What is it? Yeah, I think it's feeling. Really? Yeah. We're more. Oh, you're right. Than thinking. Oh, we make decisions more based off our feelings. Oh, yeah, off, like off logic. But I think that's so very. Bad. What percentage? What percent? Oh yeah. Were you guys? I there was sixty-seven percent. I was ninety-four percent extroverted. Oh, extroverted. We're talking yeah. about feeling. What do you? Yeah, yeah no. Where do I, I find that? That's why I asked tell what percent extroverted. Oh. Uh, it's called changing the. I am seventy nine percent feeling. I can hear you. 
There was there was a question that was like, um, your emotions control you more than you control them. And then I was like, strongly agree. I feel like there was a period in my life where like my emotions left my body and it was just like the puppet strings. And then I just like walked life with the fucking emotions. And it was just, it was, okay. <laughs> it's, it's a crazy analogy. It is creepy as hell. And it was, it was a bad time. It Actually, was not a good time. Don't feel like that's right for me. I don't feel like I let feelings control me at all. Yeah. Or emotions. Hmm. Like, I don't really feel like I get emotional that easy. So you like think more things about the way you think about things more? Yeah. You then, think things through a little bit more? Mm. In logic sense, because I think we all think there's things through a bit too much in the emotional sense. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Whenever I, like, make a decision, I think about how am I going to feel in that situation? How am mm. I going to not, like, logically, is this the best situation for me? Like, it's, like, because for me, my mental health comes before a lot of things for me. So I think about how I'm going to feel emotionally. Like, yeah. especially in relationships, that's my main factor. Like, yeah. I never really think of how my mental health is going to be affected by things. Really? Like at all. Yeah, no. Really? Never. It's very interesting to hear that perspective because I think pretty much everyone in our friend group does. Yeah. We're all very yeah. emotionally hyper-aware. Mm-hmm. No, that, like, never turns out good for me. But oh, okay. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't necessarily think it turns out well for us either sometimes, but... Okay. Friendships? Shall we move on? Oh my god, it's us. Okay. All right. Mine says... I have an irrepressibly, irrepressibly social and excited attitude, and I don't internalize anything, and I share it with everyone. Uh, I think that you, <laughs> I I think that you do have like an excited personality, mm-hmm. but I don't think you let it show as much as you want to, and like with certain people, it depends on who you're it around. It definitely depends with who I'm around. So, Kai, why'd you make sounds when I said that? <laughs> Just didn't sound like you when you were reading it. What do you mean? Like, I don't know. I don't feel like you're a very excitable person. I have Define very like different around you than I do around some other people. Yeah. Define excitable. Like, what is that around mean? me and Anna. It's like, <laughs> oh my god, around Anna. Oh my god, I'm like, oh my god. Yeah, she, the amount of energy is insane. Yeah. <laughs> And when it's just us two, I feel like in certain situations, we are insane. So, yeah, it depends. I can, I definitely see her being a lot more chill around you and, like... My energy around Michelle can be pretty high up there, and then she'll just be like, "Shut up, Kai." Like, mm-hmm. like, like uh huh. <laughs> I think it's I think it's also because you have a very like chill presence. Then it chills her out, because me and Anna, especially when all of us are together, me and Anna are Anna's like one of our closest friends. Um, then, She'll be here at some point yeah. on the podcast. Then she's very. She has very high energy most of the time as well. So it all kind of like radi- it radiates towards all of us, and. I think that's the thing with you is that it depends on who you're with. If they are very high energy, then you are. If they Absolutely. aren't, then oh, yeah. you aren't. I don't know when this comes into play. Oh, it's in the work. It's in the working habits. It says how I, my mood changes based on the mood of the room. Yeah. And that is. That's so true. So true. I am insanely affected by the mood. But I feel like sometimes you, especially when it's like all of us together and like, for example, we're like having a kickback or something, you're very distant from us sometimes what do you mean even though we're all like together and we're all like having fun sometimes you're like you corner yourself kind of you know 
Do you guys agree? Yeah. Okay. What? <laughs> <laughs> no, what, wait, what was this? Scene? He's never been in a big hangout with me. Okay, never mind. No, I mean, like, when we're all sitting here playing Switch, you'll just be, like, over there doing something. Because you're playing a game. I don't want to watch. Or, like, we'll be here. That's, I mean, that's I so different than, like, I don't think that really counts. That does not count as a big be, hangout. Like, three or four people. Yeah. Only. Oh, okay, for example, for example, I. Like this time, la- or a little earlier than this time last year, we all went to my house and we were all like having fun and like it was very party <laughs> kind of situation. Uh-huh. And Michelle was upstairs. That was because of my anxiety. But I'm still saying that like that causes okay. you to kind of separate yourself from certain situations sometimes. Yes, but I don't think it's my personality. How did you answer that one question where it was like, in parties, do you gravitate towards the center of the room yeah. or the walls? Okay. I know that's like a really interesting thing to I think about, little. but um, oh, that's interesting. What about you, Raymond? What did you prefer for that? I don't know, because I feel like that's. <laughs> you remember all the questions, but not your answers? I, no, 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 I just, I feel like that's such a like weird thing to pay attention to. Like, I've never considered where I was in. The room. I think you being in those social situations with you, I feel like you are. You're more in the middle. You're, you're more, more in the middle. middle. Yeah. yeah. But I also think it depends on, like, sometimes you, especially with your friends, there's people that are even more in the middle than you are. So that over kind of like overtakes that tension. Yeah, I, I don't think you're centered in the middle, but I think you're involved in it. Yeah. I think why it might seem that I not seem it's I think why I tend to gravitate away from social circles even when it's like our friend group is like it's not it might seem like it but I am not at all uncomfortable with the social aspect of it it's just the discomfort of internalized things going on in my head yeah like anxiety and like not even just anxiety it's just like there's a whole lot of list of problems we can go into but it's not anything about the social aspect I love being social I'm just it's not always realistic for me to show it. I know, that's what I, but that's what I'm saying, is that, like, sometimes it depends, you know? Mm-hmm. So. Yep. Kai, what about you? Do you think you're more in the middle? Or do yeah, you think you're more I think I'm more in the middle. middle. Definitely, definitely not centered, centered yeah. in the middle. <laughs> uh, did, you, did it say for you guys that making new friends isn't a problem? Yeah, no. It says, oh, here, it literally yeah, says, it says we that, love to um, meet new people. Okay. So, yeah, that we put in active efforts making communi- er, uh, connections. That's definitely true for me. I love So true. Yeah, it's like me one of my favorite there will be too. times where I'm just bored, not just because I haven't met someone new in a while. Me too. It's just, it's not that I'm dissatisfied with, you know, my current group of friends. It's just yeah. like I love, you know, um, taking in new perspectives and like new ideas. And sometimes when I get too close to someone, it's just like, I mean, I feel like I know the ins and outs of you, which is cool, but, like, I also want to, like, know something new. Kai, are you like that, too? I'm just curious. Hmm? Uh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't feel like I'm, like, stuck in a group or anything where I know them too well. But do you... It's not, like, stuck. No, no, not that. It's, like, when you're kind of, like, in quarantine, you talk to us every day. Do you ever feel like, oh, I kind of wish I had new people to get to know? Okay, honestly, quarantine yes. changed yeah. all of that, though. This is, like, pre-quarantine life. Because in quarantine, you're <laughs> you're pretty much stuck to complacency. And, like, you want to stick with... I was just those. trying to use an well, example I that I knew of. meeting new people. Like, yeah, I don't really know you, Leo. That's what I'm saying now. That's why I asked him now, because I know he's been talking to pretty much just oh, us. Oh, yeah. yeah and right. now I feel like I'm meeting new people <laughs> every week. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, that that does make sense. Because I don't really know your friend group that much, and then like whenever you have people over, I'm always meeting someone new. Yeah. So it's great. Well, oh yeah, God. I think I my whole point was just like I'm not like that. Yeah. At all, I. I, Christina's been like, I love you guys, I'm sorry, but I need new friends. Yeah. <laughs> Just for something new. And I'll be like, I genuinely don't understand that. Like, I've really? never felt that. I never. literally will feel, it's absolutely nothing. I love my friends so much. They are like some Facts. of the most important, Facts. like probably the most important people in my life. But sometimes I just need something new and I need mm-hmm. someone I, new yeah. to talk to. And it's nothing against my existing friends. It's because I'm a very social person and I like getting to know people yeah. and I get excited when I meet a new friend. And I like it makes me happy when I have more people around me, but I still always stick to my core like group. Yeah. No, I like fully understand it, but I just I think I'm someone who's like very comfortable just doing new things with the same friends. Yeah. I feel like it's, it's a very important distinction. It's not that we're getting bored of our friends. That's a very no, um that. that's a very like Yeah. like you know, people user way to put it. It's just like I want to experience new things with certain people and I feel like even if I did new things with this group of friends, I feel like their reactions would be, you know, something that I would expect. I want something yeah. that I don't expect something far out of left field. See, I've never really had just a core friend group. I'm usually part of like five different groups, but mm-hmm. like never like tied into the center of one group. Like I'll just go around and like talk to different groups mm-hmm. and I'm like kind of a part of them. That's why like you're saying that you don't really feel that way probably because you're like that because you have you're like more of a floater kind of. Mm-hmm. You have a lot of you talk to a lot of different groups of people. For us I feel like we have our distinguished groups mm-hmm. and we have friends outside of that because we like can't we, we can't just be with our soul friend group all the time. Exactly. See, for first half of high school I had a soul friend group who I kind of hated yeah. the entire time. Like, I didn't really like them, so I would always be, like, a part of another friend group at the same time, mm-hmm. and then they'd be mad at me for it, so then I just, like, did not like having a core friend group at all. Yeah. And I just, like, left that and then became a floater. Yeah. I feel like that's the difference between, like, for us, then we are very accepting of, like, us hanging out with other people that are not in our core friend group. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, like, we don't care about that. If you hang out with someone else, it's never, like... I think that's why we've stayed friends for so long. And at least, like, me and, like, our friend Felicity, who's in our friend group, like, I've known her for, like, 10 years. We've been best friends for so long. And I think that's why we work. And we've all been friends for a long time. Because we don't get jealous. If you hang out with another person, that's not our group. If you hang out with another person, we're just curious about if we would want to hang out with them. Yeah, exactly. We're like, oh, new friends. Like, it's never, like, oh my god. you're replacing us? Yeah. Never. I've never had a friend for, like, more than, like, three years. Because, like, I moved here. Really? And then I changed friend groups, like, every year in middle school. Oh. And then high school, I changed friend groups, like, every year. Mm Mm-hmm. So I've no, I've never had like friends that I've been friends with since like middle school or That's elementary crazy. school. That's yeah, so I had the same friend group for eight years through middle school, and then once I got to high school, this one going on four years, same friend group, yeah. adding new people, growing. Actually, it wasn't even a friend group at first. It was kind of just like it was just like a mosh. Yeah, mosh, we were all mosh. like mosh, 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 <laughs> mosh, mosh. Is <laughs> not that. What's it called? Mosh pit? No! <laughs> Modding? What are you trying to say? Mo- Modge Podge is like... Oh, yeah, Modding we're using as glue. Hodgepodge. Oh, thank you. 
was close. Do you know what Ulu is? It's like I a feel like that. Is this just like? Not it's just like, like a saying of like a bunch of stuff together. Oh, okay. I don't know if you guys have ever been in this situation, but I feel like the need of meeting new people comes from situations where you're like talking with your friends and you're like, oh my God, guys, okay, like the funniest shit happened. And then you're like, you're starting the story and then they're like, we've already heard this like three times. And yeah. then you're like, yeah. Yeah. like <laughs> it's, it's awkward because you're just like, damn, like, uh, damn funny moment wasted but and i feel like that's another thing because if you have like a soul friend group and you guys always do everything together you have nothing to tell each other yeah because exactly. you do the same things with each other you're like oh yeah i was there like i know that happened so if you do things with other people and you that's why like it's important to join different like groups or just like you know activities jobs stuff like that where you have something to share with other people i think with both of our friend groups it helps that all of us have friends outside of the group yeah. that are different yeah, and that we're not together constantly. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I feel like we talked about a good amount. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I do you guys, overall, do you think you agree with what the personality type you got? I feel like I am constantly trying to, um, like, be better and improve and, like, hone yeah. everything that I've gained so far like I don't feel like um anything that I've done is particularly like gotten to the absolute max yet I feel like I always can keep growing and want to keep growing and keep pushing myself yeah. and um the thing about the idealism and altruism it's it can be um kind of hard to get people to see the same things the way that you see them which is why it can be a liability but I think it's also an asset because I think that um that means that protagonists have big dreams and that they always are looking for the best for people actually yeah I, I would say that excerpt is <laughs> no I think I can like relate that <laughs> I can relate to that pretty yeah. well too I think I think mine's fairly accurate. I think a lot of that personality isn't shown just because of other things, but I think deep down that's definitely who I am with the people I know the best. And I think it's pretty accurate. Alright, so on that note, that was our first podcast successful recording. We won't talk about the other one. Okay, thank you for listening. We'll see you in the next episode of It's Not Me, It's You. I'll get it down eventually.